That Sober Guy podcast contains adult content, merciless truth, and emotional nudity. Listener discretion is advised. Broadcasting from the west coast of the Golden State, the nation's most straightforward recovery talk show, That Sober Guy podcast, helping to keep your brain sharp and your blood clean. And now, Shane Raymer. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the show. Good to be back. Nice to be on the microphone again. I enjoyed all of the emails that I got this week. I got a lot of emails. I'm going to read a few of them. So thank you for reaching out and providing some feedback for the show. What do you guys want to hear? What do you like? What don't you like? I'm really looking for some some honest feedback. Do you want to see more guests? Do you want to see more um do you want to see certain topics talked about more or less? Let me know. Sobriety at that soberguy.com. We shape this show together because this is about all of us. The bottom line here is we're carrying the message of recovery. That's it. First, a word from our sponsor. Sober Nation is the largest online recovery community and treatment resource center. They provide treatment resources to those struggling with addiction as well as to family members who are caught in the crossfire. On top of that, Sober Nation is a huge community of good people who share their experience with each other. They have informative content, recovery and addiction news, as well as an entire clothing line which helps expand the culture of recovery. They can be found at www.sobernation.com. Once again, that's sobernation.com. Check it out, folks. Also, check out that Sober Guy meetings. Every Sunday, we do a live online recovery meeting. Go to thatsoberguy.com, click on the live meetings tab. The registration is easy. Just punch your name, your email address. It asks you if you'd like to talk anything or talk about anything in particular. And then you sign up and that's it. You log in. You can do it over the phone. You can do it over your computer, your laptop. Um, you can do it over your tablet, wherever the hell you want. No embarrassment of going out in public. If you are scared to be seen by somebody in your community, if you're just too too lazy to get out and go to a meeting, I would encourage you to get off your ass and go out to a meeting, but uh, it's kind of why we created the That Sober Guy meeting. So on those days when maybe you're just not feeling right, all you got to do is log in from the company of wherever the hell you're at. It's a good day in the day of recovery, which is today. That's what we're focusing on today. Where am I at right now in this moment? I'm sitting in front of a microphone getting ready for the day. What are you doing? Are you getting ready to go on a run? Are you getting ready to go to a meeting? Are you getting ready to go to work? Are you driving? Are you rubbing one out? I don't know. Who knows what you're doing? But the thing that's important is that we're sober today, right? No matter how many days we have, if we have one day or two days or 30 days or 90 days or a year or two years or five years or 10 years, doesn't matter. We're doing this today. So I want you to focus on that as you listen to this only on today. So I got some great emails this week and I'd, I'd like to share a few of them with you. Um, and thank you for, for giving the feedback. Some of the emails I was talking about, um, this one comes from Gene. I believe I'm saying that right. Gene, I hope I'm, I hope I'm not fucking your name all up and my apologies. If I am, you can send me an email and with a big middle finger in it, if you'd like, 
I know a name is so important. You don't want to mess somebody's name up. Like my name is Shane Raymer, right? I wish there was a Y in the back of my name because I get Rammer all the all the time. So it's Rammer. No, it's it's Raymer, buddy. Okay. My apologies that you don't know how to sound something out. You don't know how to look at it right and pronounce it correctly. And then I'm a dick because then I go and fuck somebody's name up myself. See what goes around comes around. Okay, so Team Ramrod. I get Team Ramrod a lot. Anyone seen Super Troopers? Cream? No cream. Okay, no cream. Best part ever. Gene says, thanks. Grabbed a white chip yesterday. Listened to your Nine Signs podcast today as I went out for a walk rather than opening a beer. Throw your hands up, Gene. That's the best. Thanks for telling me not to be ashamed. I am ashamed and I need to let that go. Thanks. Hey, there's nothing shameful about it. Nothing shameful about it. And that's that's one of the biggest prohibitors of people from getting the help that they need is the guilt and the shame. So I completely understand where you're coming from. Uh, I went through it and I still feel it sometimes depending on the situation. The important thing is, is that we acknowledge it. And, and Gene, by you acknowledging it, that's that's really the first step in, in helping to heal that and not feel you know, so shitty about that because you shouldn't. There's millions of us out there that are going through the same thing. And that's why I like to share these emails because hopefully somebody out there says, hey, that's me too. And then they don't feel so alone. So thank you for that. This one comes from Eduardo. Eduardo and I have been in contact a couple times and uh, <clears throat> it was good to hear from you, man. It says, I reached two months of sobriety, my friend. I feel good and happy for me and my nine-year-old son. That's huge, bro. The urge, it's been less with the days. The only problem is I can't get much sleep. I'm kind of anxious and craving sweets, but I guess that's better than alcohol. I would say, yes, it's better than alcohol, but be careful, dude. I got a sweet tooth too, man, and it will jack your stomach up. Jack it up. It'll just, because it, it does, it, it's a drug in itself, the sugar. So I don't know. I'm not a sugar expert. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a nutritionist, but all I know is that it, when I eat too much of it, uh, it, it makes me feel like shit and I can tend to do that too. I'll, I'll just going to have one, you know, piece out of this bag and then I'll eat the whole bag of M&Ms or whatever, you know? Uh, so be careful there, man, but Hey, better than booze. I want to thank you. Your podcast has helped me a lot. So I just wanted to share my sobriety. I can't believe I'm two months. I remember when I contacted you asking for info on the rehabilitation center that you were in. I think my God has mercy on me. Eduardo, man, right on, brother. Two months, dude, that's huge. Congrats on that. Keep it up. Like I said, man, one day at a time. In the beginning of the episode, let's just focus on today and uh, do that day in and day out. When you wake up, today's the day. That's what I'm going to do today. I know that. Uh, So, Eduardo, man, right on, brother. Thanks for reaching out. Much appreciated. Uh, This one comes from Kalina. Kalina, actually, who I just booked to come on the show so Kalina is going to join us in one of the upcoming episodes. And this one was, re- this was, this is a really good one because I feel like there's a lot of, uh, and I say youngsters, I mean that with, with respect. Um, you know, I'm, so I'm in my thirties. So, you know, Kalina's 19 and that's a youngster to me. She says, Hey Shane, my name is Kalina and I'm 19 years old at this time. I'm a little over four months sober after starting road to recovery about a year and a half ago from addiction to prescription drugs and weed that started at 11 years old. Kalina started at 11. Damn, that's crazy. I have pretty bad anxiety. So going to meetings scare me to death, but from my experience with them, I know I love speaker meetings and hearing other people's stories. 
listening to your show, as well as the Share podcast and Recovery Elevator has helped me so much since I started listening. Before, I didn't know how to cope with or accept my sobriety and anxiety. I had no idea where to go or what to do with my life and was struggling to deal with what I had on my plate. I'm proud to say in the past month, I've put myself on track and established short and long-term goals, all because of the motivation I get from listening to you, Omar, and Paul. I hope to start being a part of your online meeting soon. Maybe in the future, share my story with one of you and everyone else to maybe help someone like myself. Thanks for being there. So awesome, dude. We set that up. So Kalina is going to come on and she's going to share her story and uh, talk about using drugs at 11 years old. You know, there's, there's a lot of young people out there that don't know where to turn to. And so I'm really excited to have her on the show. It's going to be great. And Kalina, thank you for reaching out. And I, like I said before, I want to say it again. I encourage um, the listeners out there. If you're listening and you got a question or you just want to be heard, you want to celebrate your date, you know, you got 30 days, you got a year, whatever you have, you got 10 years, email sobriety at that sober guy.com and we'll give a little shout out on the show. It's important just to celebrate that or just get your word out there, get your question answered. Uh, if I can answer it, I don't know. And if I can't, I'll figure out some way or somebody to come on that's a professional that, that can answer it. Okay, so. This next one says, good afternoon, Shane, writing out tropical storm Patricia on my end. Although the traditional hurricane party where we would go get drunk and party with the excuse that we didn't have to work and a life changing dangerous storm is coming. Who the fuck came up with that? Any excuse to party, I suppose. That is comedy, bro. So you'd all get together. The storm's coming. Nobody goes to work. We get a couple cases of beer and a couple bottles and whatever other party favors that go along. And we just sit around and get hammered. Dude, that's that's comedy, man, comedy. And I'm glad that you're not doing it anymore. Uh, and this comes from John, who's on day 39, by the way. So this, this was actually a few days ago. So, John, you're probably a little beyond that, hopefully, taking it one day at a time. But uh, congratulations on the 39 days, John. Thanks for reaching out, man. All right, and this one comes from Washington, Tacoma, Washington. And I was asked to not read the name, so I will definitely not do that. Um, this, this one, I think just really summed it up for me. It says you are helping me. Thanks for that. I like it that you're not too heavy on the God stuff. And I also like that you cuss constantly. (laughs) That was my favorite because we just had this conversation about if I should tone down the cursing. And if I, if I do talk about God too much, Omar and I from the share podcast, we, we literally just talked about this, like the day before I got this email And this is what I love. This feedback is so important to the show. So thank you for that. And, um, and then at the bottom here too, it says, I think people who fail to cuss aren't real. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I, (laughs) I can't say that for, I can't say that completely because I, I, I totally get what you're saying though. And, um, I think there's some truth to that in a certain, in a certain sense. I do. Uh, I know I do know some people who don't curse, and they're really, really good people. So I don't want to, I don't want to piss anybody off by, by implying that. But I definitely get what you're saying. So I appreciate the feedback. Thank you so much from everyone who emailed in. Email us sobriety at that dot com. Send us your feedback. Send us your questions. Send us your days of clean and soberness, and we'll celebrate them on the show. All right, we're going to jump into the 14 days to building self-esteem now. If you're new to the show, if you go back to episode 50, 
you can jump in there. We do one exercise a week. And this week we're on day 11. So it starts like this. I will not be dependent on others for their permission, confirmation, or agreement. Instead, I will refer to my own value system. I will avoid what degrades me in my own eyes, not necessarily other people's. There's nothing wrong with sugar, Eduardo. But if one is a diabetic or obese, then to take this substance might be wrong. Some people may be uncomfortable with my value system, but how uncomfortable is it to follow others all the time merely for approval? So huge. How many of us do that out there? How much, how many of us judge the way, you know, how much we're worth our self, our self-worth, who we are as people through the eyes of others. Uh, I know I did this often. I did it a lot. Uh, I still have tendencies to do it. I think I've gotten much better at it. But it still it still can be an issue, and it can pop up when you least expect it. Part of this too, in 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 fighting this, is working your recovery program and staying connected, staying plugged in, having a safety net around you, a group of people that are that are that are sober, that uh, that you relate with, that you can talk with, that you can call if you get in a spot. And once you start to build that, once once that once that foundation is set, and you start to build on top of that. Uh, it's going to get much easier to be comfortable in your own skin and really, really like who you are and really be able to look in the mirror and look at yourself and say, I'm a good person. Um, we're all good people. We all get, we all have a chance and we, we just have to apply ourselves. We just have to, we have to understand that being honest with ourselves is, is really, um, is really what's going to make this possible too. Uh, So today's meditation, give me the courage to remain true to myself and to follow my own values. Give me the courage in my own self-honesty as I define my value system. Give me the wisdom to discern what is truly right for me and to choose friends who are honest with me as well as themselves. So who are your friends? Who are you hanging around? Are you still surrounding yourself with people who are unhealthy, who, who drink? Um, who have bad attitudes, who use drugs, um, who are just not at the best time in their life. And I'm not saying to judge them. That's not what I'm implying at all. We don't want to judge people because everyone's on their own journey. And we got to remember that, you know, we at times are going through our own things. Everyone's struggling with their own issues. So we're not judging them, but we're also not putting ourselves in bad situations by hanging around people that are going to, you know, they're going to fuck our, our deal up. They're going to fuck our recovery up. So be careful about who you're hanging out with. You know, you want to, you want to surround yourself with people that are healthy for you, that are positive. And we do that by staying plugged in. Once again, recovery today's exercise List five values which I hold dear to my heart and give the reasons why. List five values which I hold dear to my heart and give the reasons why. What are five values for Shane Raymer that are dear to my heart and give the reasons why? Wow. Wow. It's funny when you put these things down and you actually have to think about them instead of just communicating them. One value I would say is my honesty. Um, my ability to be honest with myself and my ability to be honest with others, even when I don't, when I don't want to hear it, 
it's it can be difficult sometimes. Or when you get feedback, say, say you get feedback from somebody, and I'm not just saying uh, like on the show, I'm saying in life in general, maybe your spouse, maybe a family member, maybe a friend. Hey, you know, your attitude's sounding like this. And the ability to not automatically get defensive and say, well, no, you, and try to deflect it, right? Well, no, fuck you. I didn't do that. Or I don't act like that. I only did that because of this. No, the ability to step back for a second and, and listen to what the person is telling you and then assess the situation and say, you know what? Yeah, he's right or she's right. You know, I am, I have been pretty irritable lately. I have been pretty stressed out lately. I haven't been working my repro- my recovery program like I'm supposed to. I haven't been staying as plugged in. And the ability to do that and recognize that and then learn from that and then apply it is huge. And that's something that um that's something that I hold dear to me right now in in my recovery is that no, I'm not perfect. I don't do everything the right way. Um, you know, I, I feel like I to be honest, on I need to work my recovery program better. I need to dig a little bit deeper. Um, that's something I've been working on and, and that's the honesty of it and being honest with myself. So what, so what's a few of them for you? Even if you, if you can't think of five, think of one. I mean, I, I can't ask you to do five and then I only do one, but just pick one. If you got a couple, put a couple down, list five values, which you hold dear to your heart and give the reasons why this builds, this builds on the self-esteem. It's the positives of us. And it starts to chip away at the negative shit that we tend to focus on sometimes. Because I could have, I could have, ten good things about me and one bad thing, and that one bad thing will eat at me the whole time, and I won't even recognize the ten good things. If that makes sense. So that's why it's important that we focus on the positive, the positive, 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 positive. P M A. Positive mental attitude. Today I will remember. I must remain firm in my convictions, but be open to change if this is truth. In the end, I am responsible for my own behavior. Let's read that again. I must remain firm in my convictions, but must be open to change if this is truth. In the end, I am responsible for my own behavior. Wow, that's pretty deep. That's pretty deep. That's a tough thing to do, too, to remain firm in your convictions but then be able to recognize and be open to change if you're getting you know if you're getting some truth somewhere and say wait a minute this isn't going the way that I thought it was so I need to change that's a hard thing to do and it takes practice uh so that that's why we need to the first step is recognizing it though right so just doing exercises like this and reading this will help us to open that door just maybe a crack next time this type of situation comes up oh yeah that's right. I got to be open to change if I'm hearing some truth about it, but I got to stand firm in what I believe in, what's right to me. I'm going to stand firm in that. And I'm, I'm going to, you're not going to knock me off that foundation because it's what I believe in. So in the end, I'm responsible for my own behavior. I can't blame anybody else. There's nobody to blame for any situation. Well, I'm thinking about that. Any situation Let's just say this. We need to take full responsibility for our own actions and we'll leave it at that. So that's day 11 of the 14 days to building self-esteem. We got a couple of them left. 
Hope you're enjoying it. Send me some feedback on this too. Did you enjoy the 14 days to building self-esteem? Have you enjoyed them so far? Is there anything else we could add like this weekly type of thing when this 14 days to building self-esteem is over? Maybe there's something that, that we can continue a different exercise. If you have any ideas, sobriety at that sober real quick. I want to mention too, we, I mentioned some of these in the, in the emails, um, check out the share podcast with Omar big O and then check out recovery elevator with Paul Churchill. These are a couple other podcasts, homies of that sober guy podcast. And, uh, if you check them out on Mondays, Paul puts out an episode from the recovery elevator. And on Tuesdays, O puts out an episode from the share podcast on Fridays. You got that sober guy podcast. Boom. You got three podcasts lined up right there for that week, every week to really help keep you dialed in and add to that recovery program, whatever you're doing in your community or whatever else you're doing, you can add that to it. And, uh, it's really great. They're good dudes. They got good content, great interviews, great guests, and they're all a part of the sober nation family. So check them out. We're going to move on right now to a little, a little ditto. Did, did your teachers in school used to call it a ditto? We have a ditto to work out. Mr. Raymer, why are you acting up? You're going to go sit in the desk outside. I think I did. I had a desk outside in the ninth grade. She actually put my ass outside of the front door, my own debt. I don't even know if that would be legal today. They'd probably get sued or something in school, but I was such a little bastard sometimes just acting out and trying to be funny class clown guy. And uh, yeah, I had to sit out. So what was her name? It was... Oh man, I forgot her name. I'd like to issue her a public apology. She probably wouldn't even remember my dumb ass anyways. But anyways, I'm rambling. This ditto or worksheet or exercise that I've came across is by Howie Van. And Howie was one of the counselors from Azure Acres Recovery House that I attended rehabilitation in for 30 days. And how he focused on families and he focused on children. And this worksheet is called characteristics of the children of dysfunctional families. I came across this because I really thought this was important right now. It really made me think about how it starts young. It starts with kids and the environment that they grow up in and how they move along in their lives and whether or not they choose to make the decisions to, to drink or to use drugs or, or to have a negative attitude because the negative environment that they grew up in. And what this does is this, this lists four different characteristics uh, of children of dysfunctional families. So the first one is called the hero or the responsible child, right? And it says, what's the purpose? The purpose is, is this child provides the family with self-worth right? This child provides this, provides the family with self-worth. And here's some of the behaviors, leadership, seriousness, control, seeking approval, seeking workaholism. Yeah. Workaholism and focuses on tangible tasks. The feelings are anger, confusion, fear, guilt, inadequacy, lonely, and not appreciated. The strengths are hardworking, accomplishes the task and is focused. So that's the hero the responsible child. Next is the acting out, the scapegoat child. I'm trying to figure out which child I am. 
too, as I read these. So maybe you can keep this in mind and figure out what child you are or what child you were. This is the acting out, the scapegoat child. The purpose provides the family with a target for blame and anger. Behaviors, defiance, identification with acting out peers, confrontational, early alcohol, drug abuse, and rebelliousness. Feelings of anger, fear, inadequacy, loneliness, rejection, misunderstood, and resentment. The strengths can see reality, has good insights, sensitive, and is courageous. The third one, the invisible or lost child. The purpose is provides the family with a false sense of okayness and flexibility. Behaviors are compliance, aloofness, imagination, materialism, alone, and detachment. Feelings of fear, inadequacy, isolation, loneliness, powerlessness, and unworthiness. The strengths are patient, creative, sensitive, and independent. And the last one, the sin eater or the mascot. The purpose provides the family with emotional relief. Behaviors are warmth, sensitive, ability to listen, humorous, clowning, avoidance of conflict, hyperactivity, and approval seeking. Feelings of anger, fear, guilt, inadequacy, insecurity, and loneliness. Strengths are humorous, compassionate, good listener, and enjoys life. So which one of these child, which one of these children are you? Are you the hero, the responsible child? Are you the acting out, the scapegoat child? The invisible or the lost child? Or the sin eater, the mascot? So here's my point to this. I feel so blessed and so lucky that I caught my issues before they got any worse and I ended up in jail or dead or divorced, jobless, helpless, drowning my sorrows in alcohol and drugs. Thankfully, I caught it before that. And and the one thing that I'm so proud of is that my kids never have to see dad like that in that shitty state of drunk and drunkenness. And so we need to be careful on how we're, how we're acting around our kids at all times. And I'm not any therapist. I'm not a kid therapist. I'm just talking about what, what I know and what I need to work on. It starts as children. It starts when we're young. Our brains are like sponges and they're, they're soaking it up. And so the the way that I'm acting around my kids is, is so important. And I'm, you know, in all honesty, I lose my shit. Sometimes I get upset. I get stressed out. It's constant, constant go constant busyness. So how do I find ways to deal with this? And I'll go back to this, staying plugged in, staying in my recovery program. It goes back to everything, whether or not you have kids, whether you you're 19 or you're 47 or you're 62 one thing that's certain that's all the same is you got to stay plugged into your recovery program and you have to dig deep. I'm strong with who I am. I'm strong. I'm strong. Say that right now. I'm strong. I'm a strong motherfucker and I can do amazing things in this life. So let's leave it at that. Thanks for listening. Hope you have a good weekend. Have a good rest of the afternoon, the morning, the night, whenever you're listening to this. Take it with you. Think about these kind of things. Reach out, sobriety at that soberguide.com with your questions, comments, feedback. Check out a meeting Sunday mornings, 8 a.m. Pacific time. 
Check out SoberNation.com. Much love, peace, love, respect. This has been another episode of That Sober Guy Podcast. For more information, visit www.thatsoberguy.com. Contact Shane at sobriety at thatsoberguy.com. And leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. Peace, love, respect. Keep your blood clean. 